Hello, everybody, and welcome to Higher Mammal Podcast, episode 27. I am your host, Barbecue Skunk. Joined me by today is my lovely guests, Lifty Husky and Leo the Lion. How are y'all doing today? Uh, doing good. pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Um, finally, I got that uh, that intro without any stuttering, so we're doing good. Uh-huh. But uh, a lot of a lot of uh, stuff going on. Um, I know we've had a bit of a late um, entry here on for twenty seven, but um, we're back now. I've got a uh, Leo Stone philosopher and uh, Lifty Husky, and um, Lifty. I believe you were at uh, Anthrocon this past week or week before. Was it? I was. It was last week. Right, last week. It's- yeah, and I actually just got back from Pittsburgh on Wednesday. So, yeah, I had kind of a, like an extended vacation there. Did you end up going to um, Vermonti Brothers? Yes, yes, I went twice. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I love Vermonti Brothers. Love it. Yeah. I would highly recommend anybody who goes to Pittsburgh for the first time try for Manny Brothers, especially one in the Strip District. It's kind of small, but it's part of the Pittsburgh experience. Oh, you yeah. know, you, you, you cannot go to Pittsburgh and and not go to Vermonti uh, Brothers. Oh yeah, but, uh, was it was it like super crowded in there with fursuiters and whatnot when you went? Uh no, not with fursuiters. Uh, we were. Uh, I was part of a group of ten. Or nine, yeah, no, nine people. I was a group of nine people, and uh, we all went to the one on the Strip District and uh, just had uh, some lunch. The interesting thing about Permani Brothers is that they have a mural on their wall of different type or different uh, Pittsburghers or, or people who have have some con- connection to Pittsburgh. And uh, you have baseball players, you have actors, you have all kinds of people. I had no idea some of these people are from Pittsburgh. Like, have you ever heard of Donnie Iris? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I, apparently he's from the area, and I'm like, holy crap, really? Holy crap! I love his music. Donnie Iris do again? He was a baseball player. No, no, no. He was a musician. Musician. Yeah, he had some. He had some hits in the '80s. Uh, uh, uh Leah. Uh, um, I'm thinking of Roberto Clemente. Oh, okay. <laughs> Roberto, Roberto Clemente was—he was on the Pirates, wasn't he? I don't know if he was from Pittsburgh. You know, I—I'm uh, drawing a blank on that at, at the moment. Hmm, I don't remember now. Uh, no, no, Joe Frazier's from Philadelphia, I think, isn't he? Um, Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier, the boxer. I have no idea. Oh yeah, uh, Roberto Clemente. He did play for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I know he played for the Pirates. I just don't know if he was from the area. Um, but, he was from Puerto Rico, actually. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I did go to uh, to Anthrocon last week. Um, had had uh, had a fun time. Um, the weather sucked. 
it, when we arrived into Pittsburgh um, on Wednesday, uh, there was another round of smoke that blew in from Canada, and it just turned everything into like a, a DLC episode of Silent Hill. Um, it made everything like Mexico tint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Filter. <laughs> uh, I felt like I was in a horror movie driving through Tyson's Corner. Or in Fear and Love and, in Las uh, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I hear boss music? Uh, <laughs> we were holding all the stuff in the back of the car. Yeah, you could actually smell it when you got out of the car and um, and you wandered around a bit. Um, it was it was pretty thick, really. Um, and then throughout the Anthrocon weekend, there was like either rain or it was cloudy. It was it was very humid. Of course, it's summertime, and Pittsburgh is no exception to that. Um, but everybody seemed to like manage it okay, sort of. I didn't. <laughs> well, you're from Maryland, so like you're. In, I guess it's a, is it always cold up there? No, no, no. Like it's humid as fuck here. Right really? now, it's humid as fuck. And we are under a heat wave. Wow. Let's see, what, what is it? It's got to be like, I think, 90 here. Yeah, it's roughly in the 90s here, too. Yeah, like 94 we, here. Yeah, uh, we, we, we get... Got like, we've got like thunderstorms and shit going on right now. Oh, Jesus. It's been getting so we have. High 90s here in Oregon lately, but today is a nice break from it. We got 72 and cloudy. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah, isn't um, isn't it like uh, wildfire season up where y'all are, Leo? Uh, yeah, it has been for the last two years. Um, it's it, it's really a matter of they don't fix the forests. Donald Trump mentioned this during the debate against Joe Biden, how the forest was so dry. That if you dropped a cigarette on the ground, it's terribly managed up here in Oregon. Yeah, it's just like pine needles fucking all over the place. Nobody like takes care of it. Did yeah. the same and thing our, about our California too. Waited for emergency funds before she would actually do anything about it because she wanted the federal government to pay the bills for it because she's an asshole. It's a good thing it's it, we don't have her anymore. She resigned. Well, I'm sure you'll have somebody just as bad now, don't you? I'm I'm sure we do. I don't I don't even know. I vote and I vote and I vote some more and this is the thanks I get. Well, unless you're living in Portland, you don't get a say. And if you do live in Portland, and if you do live in Portland, the only you people, say blue. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's yeah. just no hope it's, for it's ridiculous. We we need that greater Idaho project to pull through. Except for Please. instead of the plan for greater Idaho, they need to Take Portland and Eugene and make that Oregon and everything else that's Oregon is I anyway, um so how was your uh, how was your anthrocon experience uh lifting? Um it was fine. I really wish I could uh suit more, but um I have a very low heat tolerance and the heat was relentless, so I 
was basically just going back and forth from my hotel to the um, con center. Um, the parade this year, if if you were if you like if you weren't at this uh, convention this year, uh, the fursuit parade had photographers on the parade route instead of taking that huge picture of um, of all the fursuiters. They stopped doing that this year. And usually do drone photography or something since it's such a large crowd. uh, Well, yeah, kind of. But at the same time, like, why would why are we all like, why are all 3000 ish of us getting together for this one group photo where when it comes out, we'll just show us as like a pixel. Like we're we're basically just hunting for our space in the in in the picture as a pixel i i don't get it but nevertheless i don't know how putting photographers who completely blend into the crowd make themselves completely like anonymous i don't know how that's any better one thing that i've i've always um that i've always kind of griped is that you know i i I don't really get a lot of photos taken of my suit and you know I can't take them myself so when you know I'm in that parade route I'm just like a complete camera whore and it turns out nobody took my picture um so I don't understand exactly how they they intend to make you know oh yeah we're going to put our photographers on the parade route instead I'm like okay how's that better you know, you're basically so. So basically, I'm just like, okay, uh, I'm not going to get a picture this year from the on the parade. Okay, cool. We'll see. Maybe it could just be the fact that like they have a lot of fucking photos that they took, and they're still trying to process it like a week later. Like I know, like um, at Stratosphere, I had like I had maybe like two or three uh, photos done of me um, mm-hmm. in like the the photo photos studio or whatever the fuck it was there. Yeah. And um those took like a good maybe two weeks after the con to actually get those back. Yeah. Well, I mean I, I don't even think it's that. I don't I just don't think that I first of all, I don't know where the anthropon photographers were on the parade route. There there's nothing to to distinguish them from everybody else in the in the crowd. Second mm-hmm. of all second of all you know, even last year, there's no pictures of me in the parade route last year, and I was there. Oh. Yeah. No, it, it happens every end of con. Well, maybe it's just because it's such a huge con, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, like, I, I don't think, I don't, like, know if that's exactly the fault of, of the photographers, much less it is just the... The yeah. sheer size of the whole crowd, I guess. I mean, yeah, that something had to go when when doing the the um, the photography session or the the big pursuit photo, especially since I hated that it that um, that uh, that Uncle Kage would just like get us in the room. And then for two hours, just yell about, you know, oh, yeah, you know, just get into the position, blah, blah, blah. And we're standing there for an hour while they're trying to take this photo. And meanwhile, Uncle Kage is just yelling at us random things. And 
And I'm, I'm just like, dude, we are fucking dying in this room. This year, uh, the parade was kind of chaotic too. Um, they they were supposed they had chairs where you could sit down and and basically chat and mingle with people like it was a gigantic graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to like get everybody out like one row at a time, but it didn't work out like that. People just kind of just dumped dumped out onto the into the parade route um like shortly after the people with ada disabilities went through and i'm just like why do i keep doing this furries are such like a disorganized like just clusterfuck i guess is is the right word for it but well even worse is that is that uh, Uncle Kage, of all people, he's been he's been doing this every since Anthrocon has been a thing, and he should know better. You know, he and everybody else who runs this shit should know better, and they just like, ugh, I, I I don't know. On the other hand, this was the largest Anthrocon ever, with like thirteen thousand six hundred forty four attendees. Thirteen thousand. Yes. Holy. So, fun fact, they became the world's largest furry con by by a difference of three people. So, so you, Tex, and Titty Horse broke the world record. Yeah, I mean, if you want to put it that way, you know, any one of us can be the, the one of the three that made the difference. <laughs> I mean, I know text for him, it it definitely was, because this was his first Anthrocon, and he loved it. So he's probably one oh, of those three. This is his first one? Yes. Oh, congratulations, Tex. Yeah. And the Tex wasn't suited, yeah, though, congratulations. was he? No, he doesn't, he doesn't have a suit yet. Man, I would love... I, I really am kicking myself in the ass because, like, the entire like July Fourth weekend, I had a I had a whole four day weekend. I I went back to work on Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. like I I did absolutely nothing the entire weekend. I'm like, fuck! I really could have just gone to Anthrocon. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I I think the thing is that it that discouraged me early because I was under the the false presumption that they were still doing like uh. You had to have all the vax bullshit and and whatnot. They had um, so I, I, I do have some I gripes. I, so I do have some gripes about that. Um, what they did is basically the same uh, policy that they had last year, in which for you to come to Anthrocon and get your badge, you have to either show your vaccine card or a negative test. Now I will give you I will give you a caveat. Um, I don't know where Anthrocon is getting their information, likely from the CDC, and the CDC has very, very outdated information about this, but you are not going to get a free COVID test. I'm sorry, but for anybody listening, if you think in the false pretense that, hey, I'll just get a free test, show them that, and be, be okay. No, you are going to have to pay something for that free test. And it very and what that something is varies wildly. Like I had one friend who came 
he was unvaxxed and he paid a dollar eighty for his test. One dollar and eighty cents. His insurance covered the rest. I had another friend who's also unvaxxed, took the test. It cost him two hundred and eight dollars. What the fuck? That's yeah. appalling. Is this just like a matter of like where you go or is it like based on your vaccination status? Like what? I have no earthly idea. Um, it, I think it does depend on where you go because uh, I, think, uh, I think CVS, they have, they have two different tests. They say on their website that their tests cost like 70 bucks, which is still a ripoff because these tests don't do anything. It's literally just a fucking Q-tip. Well, it, it's even worse than that. They're not supposed to use PCR tests for diagnosis. Even the inventor of the PCR test has made this clear. Yeah. Um, but you have to go through, I think, the drive through CVS to get the $70 test. Otherwise, if they have to sit you down and shove, that, sub, shove the long swab, t- trademark, up your nose and rattle your brain a bit, that costs like two hundred and eight. Um, yeah, but I remember probably what I got then was the fucking uh, Q-tip lobotomy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, was like it free the back part then? Where my brain cells get know, tickled. Mine was, was like two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, you know, it depends. It depends on how much of uh, the the test costs the uh, your insurance wants to cover, and the insurances they're either covering it almost completely or they're not covering it at all so for anybody thinking oh yeah well the insurance yeah 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 so for anybody thinking well it is fair you just take the shot it or you go get the go get the test both of them are free no they're not no that's a total lie and I have to set aside a budget just to get a, a test to even, like, maybe get permitted into a con. It, it, I just don't think it's that worth it. No, no, it isn't. I mean, it's not worth it to pay three times what you would pay for the admission to Anthrocon just for a test that, that tells you, hey, you don't have some disease that you can totally, that anybody can totally get whether or not you have the vaccine or not. And uh, I made this. I'm, I made this point that this it, this entire check is worthless, and that they could speed things up in their registration if they just didn't have to ask for that. Not only that, but you know, I I don't really like carrying anything medical around with me, and so why are we making people do this? Um, I, I made that point very clear to them in their post-convention uh, survey. And who knows if they're going to do this again next year or not. So, like, do they have a whole bunch of surveys that, that they, like, just still hand out? Or do you have to, like, go and, like, ask for them? Um, there's, there, Anthrocon's official post-con survey is a Google form that they give out to everybody who attended uh after the con okay so like i i know like a uh iarp a iarp 
does their like survey i think at every anthrocon don't they and then they have like some other like general satisfaction one for anthrocon i have no idea about uh aarp sorry oh fuck there's a wasp in here <laughs> hey look a special guest oh lord uh, uh you can you can get rid of it by putting it in a cup of gasoline i've heard Oh yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna do that. Is that a wasp? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. What the fuck? It's just gone it now. Big? Is it big? I heard was like it a big? bug or something flying around in here. It sounded like a wasp. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, oh well, geez. but if you hear like screaming and shit, then <laughs> then you know. Yeah, for all our listeners, <laughs> just as a little word of warning. So, um, yeah, um, I heard Joe Rogan went to Anthrocon or some shit. Really? Oh, he went to Anthrocon? No. no. <laughs> I did I did hear that he uh, did a fursuit thing with his buddy. Oh, oh his buddy okay. Duncan. You're, you're trying... Okay, you you're just trying to segue into the next. Okay, I, I, I am. I'm, try, I'm trying to I'm trying to slide <laughs> into it real smooth, like, and it's not working. <laughs> the bare necessities. <laughs> yeah, because weren't we also going to mention briefly some sexy animals from Disney, uh, and also the horse? Oh, I, oh yes. I think we'll. Uh, where the fuck are we? Uh, crap. What was I looking at? Oh, the Joe Rogan thing. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Rogan and his uh, buddy so Duncan was... came on in pursuit. And re they revealed their personas. Uh, um, the the other one reminds me of this dude I knew. Uh, Inu Okami. I don't know if any of you guys know him. Hey, Lifty, can we, like, edit a clip in from, uh, from the Joe Rogan podcast, or would that like trigger some like copyright bullshit? No, no, we can. I can totally do that. I would. I mean, I would love to do that, but I have like no idea how uh, litigious uh, Mr. Rogan is. Um, uh, no, I'm sure I don't he know either. Care. He doesn't. He doesn't seem yeah. like the type of person who. Can... Yeah. Um, uh, Joe, just so you're, if you are listening, I doubt you are. But uh, I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, please don't sue me. <laughs> yeah, Duncan as well. Please don't sue us. We we really liked the costumes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I I I don't think I watched like the whole um the whole episode, but like I watched the whole part where they're they're in fursuit. But it's it's only like a solid five minutes because they are fucking dying in that shit. And you know, props to them for wearing the whole fucking suit for more than like five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I know the camera was on longer Isn't than the that. the studio yeah. in Texas too? Or we have AC. <laughs> like, you, like you will be hard pressed to find a building in Texas that doesn't have AC, just like out of necessity. <laughs> they they should have gotten those new fangled suits that have some kind of cooling unit in the head. They probably yeah, they probably went um, old fashioned. They probably have fursuits that were used twice in the seventies and then abandoned. Yeah, these uh, fursuits that they're wearing, they look like something that uh, they just ordered off of Alibaba. 
Yeah, it, it does look like some like Alibaba bullshit. <laughs> I mean, the snout be big though. They're they're not like the worst. They're not the worst I've ever seen though. No. Like okay, maybe I think no, Dunkle, really Duncan Russell's like fursuit is just a, like a little bit worse than Joe's. Yeah. It's but I think yeah. it's, it's just a it's cat. just a high school mascot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it literally just looks like uh, a generic like high school uh, high school mascot like wolf outfit. I bet yeah. their I bet their name is Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he named it. What's it was up, everybody? I teamed up with Joe Rogan and his buddy to make the best fursuit of the beast ever. And one lucky subscriber is going to get to wear it right now. <laughs> so make you sure too. you subscribe. Can, you too can, uh, can bathe in Joe Rogan's uh, sweaty fursuit. <laughs> Joe Rogan's gamer bathwater. Oh, God. Oh, Ew. Bathwater. <laughs> Ew. It's just full of sweat and steroids. <laughs> I'm surprised with Ew, how much... With how much that furry sweat, I, I'm I'm surprised that uh, furry bath water is not a thing. Please don't. Will oh, I'm sure that. Uh, I, I, actually, <laughs> I have a friend who ordered um, furry musk cologne off of the internet. It's got like Bowser's jock strap, all kinds of scents you can order. Does it? I'm not even joking. Smell like a jock strap, or does it like? I just I don't know. I haven't bought it. He. He ordered some. He told me it smells really good. Uh, really good or really like? He, he said it smells really good. <laughs> he he probably um, is into it. Yeah, some I mean, I don't know. I'm quoting him. I certainly did not buy this, but he did show me the page. It does exist. You can order it right now. <laughs> God, if the if they have a skunk spray one, uh. Send me a link. <laughs> I'll I'll ask my buddy. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, Joe Rogan and Duncan Russell, Duncan Russell, Duncan Russell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the uh, the creator of what was it that one cartoon, whatever the fuck it was. Um, Describe Midnight it. Gospel. Uh, it's it's on Netflix. It's um it's called Midnight Gospel. I've never seen it. I've never really had interest in like cartoons. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But but yeah, he he's just funny as fuck. I never heard of the guy until like he actually like like uh, it's like that meme. Uh, nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. That's the every furry meme. Yeah. 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 I'm like. I mean, me I'm, too. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a VTuber, and no one gave a shit until I was a VTuber. <laughs> Elon cared about me until too. I was a podcaster. I was... All of a sudden, I just started blowing up in popularity. Hey, guys, I'm one follow away from 420 right now. Nice. Oh, wait, I am following you, right? You are following each other? Uh, maybe uh, twitch.tv slash philosopher Leo. I'm pretty sure you're following oh. me. Oh, on um, on Twitch. 
Oh, I thought uh, I, think I was thinking Twitter. That was the miscommunication. No, on Twitch, I've followed away from 420. Oh, well, everybody go follow uh, Leo on Twitch. Um, get him to 420. Don't. To I don't want to actually pay people off with the God for day. Let's play, I promised. <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> that game is amazing, but if, if the gameplay is just unbearable. Oh, Conquer cannot control for shit. Was that wasn't that like a rated M game? Conquers, it was, it was uh, rated M, M and, or and it was. the promotion of it, they had condoms and beer at the booth at E3. You could get your oh, very wow. own official Conquer's Bad for a Day condom. Wow. I would love that. I love that game. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they had, the, the, they the, had the, condom the beer at the booth. The Conquer condom. <laughs> nice. The, the TV uh, commercial imagine. was this sexy lady talking about how she knows what he wants in the bed, and then it's this squirrel puppet making squirrel noises, and it cuts away from her and the squirrel implied they're banging over. Now it's got a close-up shot of the box of the game. You guys don't know oh, this, guys? <laughs> no. It's terrible. Oof. Yeah, Conker's Bedford, it, have, it uh, had a mature audience's only label on the side of the box, and like a mature audience's only splash title before the actual title intro, so that parents wouldn't buy the game for their kids thinking it was a cute Banjo-Kazooie clone. And then parents did buy it for their kids <laughs> I'll be anyway. Honest, that's what I, I'll be honest, that's what I really thought it was at first. I'm like, I, I saw it on like a PS4 one day, it was like a free game or something. <clears throat> and um. I'm like, this looks like a ripoff of um of like Banjo and Kazooie or uh or one of those older like PS2 games. But uh like no, it's it's a real game and it's it's legit. Adult. It was made by the same company as oh. oh, is it really? Yeah, Conquer's That's probably why yeah, dude. Oh shit, I didn't it's, know it's that. the same company. Rare? Yeah, rare. <laughs> you guys yeah. didn't yeah. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, that's the game I'm, okay, now you the know. Game I'm playing for 420 followers. So don't follow me. I don't want to play the damn it. <laughs> don't follow Why not? Me at twitch.tv slash the stone philosopher Leo. <laughs> you know, now that you're saying people you don't want people to follow you, now you 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 know you're gonna now make people, people are gonna follow you so that I can never reach 420. It's perfect. I, I also don't want to play I, Minecraft, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, which is what I promised for if I make partner. <laughs> I, I don't want to assume. So please the, don't uh, follow me. I, I don't want to assume the intelligence of my audience here, uh, but I don't know if reverse psychology will work on them. But we can try. <laughs> If that's, that's what I'm saying, scenario, it works. Try. Worst case scenario, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm fine with either way. <laughs> but moreover, a man dies after trying to drink all, all 21 cocktails on the menu on a vacation. He only got like 12 in. We didn't even drink all 20. <laughs> Weak. Weak. I mean, to be Dude, fair, those Jamaican cocktails issue. are really fucking strong. But it does. <laughs> Sounds like a skill issue, honestly. And I mean, the, and not I think like this I would guy know. I'm good after too. two shots of whiskey. 
Yeah. Two shots, I'm done. Okay, so let's hold on a minute because I have to ask. Two shots means two shots like shot glasses or two shots as a two shots of vodka. The former. <laughs> okay, so it actually I was just care two for, shots. I, I don't care for vodka, but I did buy that crystal head vodka and that stuff actually tastes pretty good going down. It's really smooth. <laughs> I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I have not found a single vodka I like yet. I just do not like the taste of vodka. Now, is it like the harshness? Is it too harsh or like it just doesn't taste good? I think like the first vodka I ever had was like just a straight out of the bottle, like um, either Smirnoff or Bacardi, one of the mm-hmm. two. Oh, no, Bacardi. Bacardi. I remember the marshmallow flavor, Bacardi. That did not taste like marshmallow. Mm. Wait, Bacardi is rum, isn't it? Yes. Okay, yeah. It, I think it was either like Smirnoff or something like that then. Smirnoff or Sky or whatever the hell. Yeah, Sky and Zvetka are kind of trash. Yeah, my mom, my mom really loves uh, Tito's vodka. Yeah, Tito's is great. Like Tito's, Tito's is interesting. I need to find this Polygon article you guys sent the, because I can't find the top ten sexiest animals for some reason. I see oh, the, did I, I not see send the that? news link? But no, no, it's you, in the it's in the, the news links and stuff. In the news links. Oh, um, okay. The so the tweet. Hold up. Hold up. Oh. So if you so in the tweet, there's like an oh. embedded link. If you click that link right embedded, it'll it'll go to the article. Okay, here's there we go. That's what I needed. Yeah, yeah. And the scientific explanation for why for thinking that they're sexy. This is this is real science, guys. Mm-hmm. This is this is real, real science. science. Will explain why Nala make my pee pee hard. My <laughs> <laughs> mm, like, Mm, my so dog. okay, <laughs> I, I have the top, top twenty pulled up right now. <laughs> so f- Are you guys from ready? this list, okay, go ahead. We're we're gonna do Smasher Pass. We're gonna do Smasher twenty of these. You guys aren't getting out of it. Okay, all right. Number twenty. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down. The I'm down. Let's do it. Pass. Number twenty. Bernard the Rescuers. Um, yeah, the yeah. tiny mouse dude. Smash. I, I like I like mouse, but I, I don't. Is really it because you're him. a lion? I I, I have this macro micro thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay, you like the micro man. part. Yeah. So smash like with it with your paw. Smash him with yes <laughs> with my paw. <laughs> my paw will definitely be involved. <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you, BBQ? Smash. Um, I'd smash. I'd smash. I'd smash. I'd pull that okay. like stupid uh, little hat down on him and like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, number nineteen. I don't like. I don't like his hat. Like his hat, kind of like, like the the stupid um hat he's wearing, kind of like. Takes his fuckability down a notch or two. His beret. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta toss the beret. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like I'm, I'm like pulling it over his face and then fucking him from behind. You know, you know who has a better hat, <laughs> a much better hat, Basil of Baker Street. Basil of Baker Great Street. Mouse I haven't heard of that one. From Great. I don't Mouse know Detective. any anime. Oh, Great oh. Mouse. <laughs> um, okay. Only only guy I remember from Great Mouse Detective was a uh, Radigan. That's all I do. Radigan, Radigan. I don't even remember. I, I would. I would. I I would I I would do horrible thing. I would let Radigan do horrible things to me. Okay, uh, you would fit right in on my furries baited podcast. You should come on sometime. Um, <laughs> number number nineteen, Lady in the Tramp's Tramp. Definitely, yeah, I'd smash. Yeah, I'd yeah. smash. Pass. No, he's too, he's too feral for me. Number eighteen. Well, I'm not number I'm 18, not picturing him as like a feral. Dog. Wait, is wait is is it tramp as on four legs he's, or two legs? He's on four legs in the movie. I'm picturing no, him as an anthro. You can, I would you totally can smash him as an anthro, anthro. Which, for, the, for, the, for the sake of yeah. the no. smasher pass. If you need to picture them as anthro to smash them, then do it. <laughs> All right, number 18, Rita from and Company. I know that that's a pass from BBQ, because I know BBQ is not into chicks, but I, I would I'd smash, smash. Rita. I would it's... totally smash. <laughs> Rita had a dick. Rita had a dick? Yeah, Rita what? had a dick, maybe. Did you hear her voice change when they do the musical number? I, it's no. been a while. I haven't watched Oliver and Company since I was, like, three. <laughs> she sounds like... I have... A black mom, just a little too often, normally, and then yes. the musical number comes Fuck on, yeah. and she sounds like fucking Janet Jackson. I, I wouldn't. Okay, I don't think I would smash, but I would let her just like hold me and tell me everything's gonna be okay. Oh, <laughs> number seventeen, Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Are you kidding smash. me? Absolutely, he smash. me. He'd Absolutely, be, he'd, smash. he'd be the one doing the smashing. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm sorry. He is, he would be the worst bottom ever. That that's pretty that hot is, though. Like a bottom yeah. beast. You, you, I, yes. I always imagined that Bell definitely had sex with the beast before he got the kiss that turned him back into the prince. <laughs> okay, number sixteen. Yep. Uh, Miss number sixteen, Miss Bianca, Bianca the rescuer. I would smash. I, it's pass. probably gonna be smash all the way down the line for me. <laughs> well, yeah, because like you're like the rescuers. Like I've seen what like three of them, three of those entries are just the rescuers already. Yeah, we got Dodger from Oliver and Company. Smash. Also, he's Billy Joel. Yeah, I'd smash. Wait, Billy Joel plays Dodger. Look at that gray muzzle. He's got the he's got the forty year old suaveness to him. He's that he's got that rugged aged beauty. Damn, I need to watch this movie again. It's I I not seen... the next one's Oliver and Company too. The next one's Georgette. Uh, past, oh my not god! Because she's kind of smash. I I I remember her. Okay, I remember like um. I remember Georgette. I don't remember any of these fucking characters, like, now that I'm, like, um, realizing it. But, like, Georgette, I kind of had a thing for Georgette back when I first saw um, 
uh, Oliver and Company. I don't know, like, why, but I don't know. Because she's kind of have a classy. feeling. We're not talking okay, last no. This, this okay. 13, though, 13, though, pisses me off. Prince Naveen as a frog. Princess and the Frog. Prince Hell no, Who the fuck put uh, that on there? Who the fuck I put that put on that there? On Who the there? fuck wants to fuck if, a frog? If Tiana is on there, too, I'm out. First we got Vixie from the Fox and the Hound. Not a single actual absolutely animal so far. Smash. The first actual anthro, Judy Hops. Oh, Judy Hops? Hell yeah. I'd smash. Yeah. Everybody's everybody wants to smash the bunny. The bunny. lady, lady and the tramp. The tramp. The pass. Lady and the tramp. I'd smash. Uh, pass. She's too much of a prude for me. That personality is definitely something I'm taking into consideration with all of these. Number nine. Yeah, she hot like she gold digger. Okay, Zootopia. speaking of personality, let's just throw in a character that has none. Yeah, let's, let's just, just throw, throw in, in hot a character tiger. Got, like a whole three seconds of screen time. <laughs> okay, uh, so since we have nothing to go off of other than what he looks like, Smash. Yeah, I hear Smash. he's great in the sack. <laughs> We're great. I'm so uh, amazing in the sack i'm so amazing in the sack you kidding i want to try my frosted <laughs> Number eight, flakes from zootopia absolutely yeah. smash absolutely, absolutely smash. smash you can't not with a fox yeah number seven yeah, i'm, I'm sorry from the like... number six symbol from the line they're back to back you get to bang Nala, and then you get to bang Simba. Right back, smash, smash, dude. Yeah. True bisexuality right here. I would definitely smash I'm, Simba. I don't know about Nala. I, I'm going to go ahead and say, though, that I'm a little disappointed that those are number seven and six and not number two and one. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I really thought, like, Nala would be number one, but since, like... Are you biased how, because how you you're a lion? Basil from... The great mouse detective. How are you behind him? I disagree. I, I would smash Basil, but I disagree with this placement. I didn't even watch this movie. Bro, I need to oh, watch Oh, you should. It's pretty movie. good. Like, um, the great mouse was the great mouse detective. Um, fuck. Uh, the great mouse detective, Oliver and Company, definitely. I need to watch. Um,. Uh yeah, I would. I think I would definitely smash Basil. Like not knowing anything about him, other than like he's basically like a mouse version of James Bond. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, Sherlock Holmes. Number four, Roxanne. Pedo oh, alert. Yeah. Pedo alert. <laughs> bro, who the fuck? Bro, what? And she's number four. Why do? Nah, nah. What do you expect out of Polygon anymore? I like berets. I heard you like berets, barbecue. Uh, number three is Beret Girl from an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> At least she's of <laughs> age. Who the fuck is that? She's the, she's the slam poetry girl. The one that TJ falls in I've, with. I've seen a goofy movie, but like, they're, I, I don't remember that bitch. 
No, oh, wait, there was a sequel, sequel to the Goofy movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was a number sequel. Two, number two, Kovu. Uh, obviously, Kovu. Smash. There you go. You get a why, lion why is, as number two. With the rest of the lions. Why is he not grouped together with the rest of the lions? He looks exactly... His character model is the same. Fuck you. <laughs> he's he's literally just one, like Robin Hood from Robin Hood. Of obviously Smash, but I definitely have a bone to pick with the person who came up with this list. Fuck you. You got your ratings. What do you expect out of this? What do you expect out of Polygon anymore? Like, what, like, I'm sorry, but like three and four are like the dumbest fucking like, like somebody's ran out How of. How many movies got play? represented in this list of twenty characters? Like six, seven. Not not enough. Not enough like half, movies. Like half of them were just from like um American Tale, like the series. Yeah. Or it was like a trilogy, wasn't it? Yeah, like Land Before Time. I'm pretty sure Littlefoot somebody was on really, that list, right? Somebody really likes mice on this list. Yeah, because someone, they're someone's mice. really into that micro fetish, dude. Someone's really into that micro fetish. <laughs> I can't be the only one, I'm sure. I'm well, yeah, macros, macros exist. I don't know. I don't really yeah. have a thing for like micro macro. Just next next week, our goal is to get Mike Higgs on the podcast. Wait, are these just Disney characters? Because these, these okay, are just yeah, Disney are just characters. Disney. But I okay, gotta I'm... say, no, no, Captain Amelia from from Treasure Planet. Oh, no, God damn it! I'm trying to think of um. No rabbit oh, from Winnie the Pooh. Disappointed. <laughs> I, I saw some. Um, <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter posted a. Um, it's like, what's the weirdest DM you've ever gotten? And it's um, it's some random furry Texas other furry, and he's just like, hey, whoa, and he's like, hey, how are you? And then sends them like a picture of um, you know the um. The kang the kangaroo from um, Winnie the Pooh. It's just yeah. her with like giant fucking tits. Nice. Uh, where's this picture and for the- research purposes? <laughs> I would have to find it. I, it was. I was. I also would it. like this picture. Um, no, because it it, uh, it yeah. looks exactly like it looks exactly like the cartoon. It's like it's just like the tits are just like badly like drawn on there. Yeah, I would like That's to awesome. also I see this. I've seen something like that, but it was Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs. Oh. <laughs> uh, I actually gotta go, because I have my own stream I gotta set up right now, but it was fun hanging out with you guys while I was here, and uh, I wish you luck with the rest of the stream. Yeah. I'll definitely yeah. listen to it later once it's on Spotify. Send me the link. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. All right. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, uh, Leo. Oh, thank you. Uh, I wish um, I could do it more often. Be sure to go follow Leo on his Twitch. Please don't. I don't want game. to play that game. <laughs> it's, it's a fun game, but it's not fun to control. <laughs> I think y'all should uh, go torture him by uh, following him. <laughs> At twitch.tv slash thestonephilosopherleo. Go, uh, go show him some love or uh, torture him by uh, letting him play that game. <laughs> Whichever y'all want to do. But uh, 
I don't know. Lifty, do you have any like non Disney characters that you would that you would place in like a Smasher Pass? Um, non Disney characters. I mean, I I I want to say yes, but none really come to mind at the moment. Um, I would like if we're talking about like Digimon. That's totally that's totally not Disney. Um, Renamon is like all time favorite Smash. Hmm. I would smash run on all day. <laughs> Damn. Uh, fuck. I'm like drawing a blank on what it was now that I was even thinking about. Um, oh, crap. I would smash. I would smash the fuck out of Pepe Le Pew, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, like Pepe Le Pew is like my number one choice. Well, I guess no. Is. He's not owned by Disney now, is he? Um, no, that's Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers is not owned by Disney, I don't think. No. Okay, yeah. So he is his own like entity. Uh, yeah. Right before they fucking like canceled him, and you know. Yeah, they took him out of Space Jam with LeBron James. They put in fucking America hating LeBron James, but they took out. The sexiest boy, Pepe Le Pew. Goddamn, we we truly live <laughs> in a society. Wow, fuck. Um, where the hell was I? Uh, but yeah, this list is kind of stupid because um, yeah, I'm sorry, but Prince Naveen as a frog definitely does not deserve to be there. Um. The hot tiger, I mean, like, yeah, he's hot, but still, like, I feel like there was a lot better, like, characters you could have put there. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I don't know, like, Gazelle. Like, I know a lot of people were, like, coming over Gazelle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't even on that fucking list. What the hell? There was a lot of, there was a lot of Disney characters that didn't make the list. Like, um, do you remember Peg? Peg, uh... The wife, or, or, um... Goofy's Goofy's neighbor. Goofy's neighbor's hot wife. No, like I forget but... I forget what the neighbor's name is right now, but um I, I know that he was like he was huge, he was fat, and, and somehow he had like this smoking hot wife. Oh, I don't know. I was like I was like Pete was kind of like Pete, there you go. Guy. Yeah, Pete. I, I had yeah. uh, like it, it's like it's like he. It was like Goofy in the in the series was like living next to, like yeah, Peter like Griffin. Stereotype. Yeah, fat dude scores a really really hot wife, and I'm like, why is this a trope? How is this a trope in television? Like what? But yeah, his Pete's wife Peg did not make it into this list, and I know there's so many. There are yeah, so many furries that bap to that. I mean, damn! I would tap that. Wait, I don't like, know. I don't know, I don't know how Pete and Peg got together, but hot damn, he like scored the jackpot. He doesn't even have that great of a personality either. There was, um, oh god, there was a really short. Um, it was a, it was a, a cartoon by Jeff Long. Um, American Dragon. Um, oh yeah, Jake Long. American, yeah, American Jake Dragon, Long. Jake Long. Yeah, 
um i i, I kind of had like a childhood crush on like a, a dragon form of like jake long like that yeah one. so many people did oh yeah i'm like i i think that's like probably one of my first like uh furry experiences like in that realm i would say mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah yeah it, it's just wild like how, looking back like how much like anthropomorphic um characters i was exposed to as a child like wittingly or unwittingly mm -hmm. but yeah whoever wrote this list is a uh, stupid as fuck and um doesn't know uh that pete uh from goofy is actually kind of decent well i mean it's polygon so you gotta set your standards a little low yeah, it's like it's like the writer's barely disguised fetish, and I'm like, all right, clearly this guy has a bias for like mic macro micro. <laughs> like, I, I think that's I think that's why Leo liked it so much. Leo, yeah, Leo, like, yeah, he did. Except he was Leo, like, if it was Leo, Leo writing this, article? if if it was Leo writing this article, the top three characters would all be lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd all be like tiny lions or something. Yeah. Oh, so the uh there was a Swiss grocery store that made ads with uh with like furries, kind of like how Orangina did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually, saw that. I can't play that on here actually. Fuck. Um, let me see if I can open it just to refresh my brain. But Oh yeah, there's a Black Panther talking about like fresh food. Oh yeah, it's like a like a produce ad or something. Yeah, and like I think, there's like, a lot to like, like in this. I have no, absolutely no idea what the Panther has to do with um with fresh vegetables but um i think i'll eat my vegetables now if, uh, yeah well i don't i don't speak german so i can't really understand what they're saying um yeah but, it's like Swiss but they're still but they're still like really there's still a lot to like here like like his accent works it's the, it's the dutch it's the dutch swiss <laughs> accent it's really hot <laughs> And then, and then at the end, when like he moves the uh, the the bag of of uh, vegetables into the shot with his paw, and he goes like, Arr. it's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's just like, oh, you uh, just made every you like, just made every single furry just instantly tichipent or pitchipent. Yes, yes. Pitch a pet, Jesus Christ! I can't talk. <laughs> I said it too. Damn it! Pitch a tent. <laughs> uh, fuck! I can't show the uh, the Anthrocon um, invaded the PTL studios either. Shit! I can't. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that yeah. too. Um, I was actually watching that um, at oh, Anthrocon. I... It was really, it was really cute. It was a really adorable um, little presentation that. Um, what kind of fluff piece, for lack of a better term, that yeah. uh, that they did? Because Anthrocon is such a big thing in Pittsburgh. It, you guys, for anybody who like still thinks, oh, it's a furry con, big deal. No, you you definitely have no idea how intertwined Anthrocon and Pittsburgh are. To where I'm pretty damn certain 
the, the city will fight. Like, the city will absolutely fight to keep Anthrocon in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like there's a whole like um like part of the whole culture of Pittsburgh is like the whole furry, mm-hmm. like the furry scene, which which yeah. is a fucking wild fucking concept. Yeah, that like an entire city has just embraced the whole um the whole furry thing. That's just yeah, like and like just looking back at it, it's just fucking crazy that we went from like the CSI episode was like the most anybody knew about us to like an entire like city in Appalachia, just like dropping everything they do for like on an entire weekend, just to like interact with furries. I think that's insane. Like, like that's insane in a good way. Yeah. But another thing that kind of has to do with that is um, how long Anthrocon has been in Pittsburgh. I think it's been in uh, in Pittsburgh for I think like sixteen years at least. It's been over a decade. Yeah, I know. I know Anthrocon is like what twenty six years old in total. Um, including what? Including when they were Albany Anthrocon. So they started in nineteen ninety seven. Holy ninety seven. Yeah. This con is older than me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's like that's insane to fucking think that like a, a furry convention has been around for over a quarter of a century. Yeah. Holy shit, like multiple generations have like essentially grown up with this con. Well, maybe not grown up with the con, but but could have experienced the con. Y- yep. That's like that's fucking that's just crazy to think that like and I know like a lot of people don't really look at like furry as this sort of like nuanced thing. They're like, oh, this is a like some fad that like popped up like maybe five, six years ago. Like, no, we've like been around since like the eighties, like before then even. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think like that we have such a long history, especially in um in in Pittsburgh, nonetheless. Yes. And I, I just think I just think that's a really cool like part of the reason that I stay with the furry fandom is just because I love like the history and like the people that like helped shape um, the con to what it is today. Well, maybe not what it is today. It's kind of shit, but what it what it used to be. Yeah. And I think um, when you have this event that happens every year at roughly the same time, actually, funny story is that aside from like um, for for one year uh, because of a scheduling conflict, um, aside from one year, Anthrocon has been consistently around the July 4th weekend since 1997 Hmm. and and when something is that constant in a specific place for such a long period of time the the locals the locals just tend to just like get drawn to it and and kind of see it as a kind of like a you know a changing of the seasons it's constant it happens all every year 
and like when it doesn't happen, it's like really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of like how Houston has the rodeo at the same time every year. It's like yeah, the beginning of uh, of the summer. Yeah. Or no, the end of summer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. And next year. And next year, Anthrocon is actually starting on July the 4th. Oh, really? Yeah. So are they doing it longer, or...? Um, so, it, it's four days, officially. Uh, July 4th through the 7th. Hmm. Yeah, I'm... Assuming they still don't have that, um that COVID thing by next year, which hopefully they won't because I mean, we got a whole year to go, but Mm -hmm. um, assuming that's not around, I will definitely have to uh, make it up to Anthrocon. Yeah. Well, I mean, Anthrocon is an experience and, and for anybody new to the furry fandom, it's probably the one convention that I would recommend that every furry makes it to. Um, I know when I was when I was just starting out in the furry fandom, I had a choice. I could either go to Anthrocon or go to FWA, and I really didn't know about these conventions. I kind of thought they were equivalent. No, no, Anthrocon is an experience all to itself. Um, the the city and the convention tr- kind of envelop you into it. Um, hopefully, I, I'm hoping next year, like you said, the COVID shit is done. They don't do this shit anymore. Um, and not only that, the weather is better. I would recommend for anybody first sitting for the first time at Anthrocon, please, please, please bring something that will keep you cool. Because, <laughs> yes, drink lots of water. Um, no, yeah, beer does not count. Um, it is very, it's a very humid time during Anthrocon, and you can't really, you can't really enjoy the convention and stay in, in air conditioning the whole time, especially at the convention center, where uh, you, you're never going to get a good, comfortable temperature in that convention center, ever. Well, I mean, oh. you have that like you have that like tunnel thing that goes under um, the main street there. That kind of oh, you mean over effect, I guess. Yeah, but nevertheless, the the air conditioning just doesn't really help because the Westin has this really glassy atrium that has kind of a greenhouse effect. So when you're suiting, you're still kind of burning up because you don't really mm-hmm. feel the air conditioning that's turned on. And the the convention center is just this huge, vast, open space. What's that? Because you're basically in like a big foam oven. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of which, actually, I know there was kind of like a little like a stupid discourse going on Twitter recently about um, like how partial suiting is ruining the magic or whatever the fuck. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. I, I hate hearing this argument all the fucking time. I, I, I will be fair, though. I will be fair. It is, it is a, a great relief to hear um, that kind of argument again. I just think I would love to hear like 
sillier, stupider arguments like this instead of politics. That's a, it's a good change, at least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I mean, I hate when people bitch and whine about poodlers or people partialing or people taking off their head in first in a con space and it's like oh bring in the magic oh fuck off what first and foremost there was there was some dude who got like this i think there were two people who were who were uh complaining about um about people taking off their fursuit heads or poodling uh, calling them wimps or like you, you know you're an actor you're supposed to be acting as as your persona why are you taking your first head off and i'm like dude if you were if you were there i think first of all calling somebody an actor just because they're in a fursuit is a stupid thing to say like not everybody yeah no no nobody's no we're not actors we're not getting we're definitely not getting paid actors wages to be a fluffy kitty or a dog at anthrocon okay and if i don't get paid to dress up as a skunk yeah yeah, it is a hobby, first and foremost, and we do this because it's fun. And then when it's not fun, that's when we start taking shit off. Yeah. That's when I start taking shit off. Because it's not fun to it's not fun to completely have a a a waterfall of sweat coming down your face while you're wearing that head. Yeah, it's also not fun to like have to pass out in fursuit and then yeah. medics come and then have to cut your fursuit off of you. Yeah, going to they, because they off. can't find your zipper and they're not turning you over so they can you know get to your zipper and 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 God help you if you decided for for a meme or for shits and giggles somebody's gonna lock you into that fursuit. <laughs> God help you. Oh god, people actually do that? People do that, yes. People actually have this fetish of being like locked into a fursuit. I, I don't get it, but it's a thing. And it, you know, it, it is what it is, I guess. I'm but, you know. If I felt like, actually, I don't even know how you would lock me in my fursuit since I'm just a partial suitor, but. Yeah. Well, um, there are fursuits. There are full suits that are made specifically for that fetish. And they're made so that the zippers of the head and the body kind of meet. And there's a, there's a, there's a hole punched in through the zippers that you can put a lock on. So what, so that, so you can put a lock on it and whatever you do, you, you can't take off your head. That sounds like it's, a it's the wildest shit ever. That sounds like a really stupid way to die. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like if I if I ever like like could not get my fursuit head off for whatever reason, like and it was just locked there, I'm I would start fucking panicking. Yeah. Oh me too. Like that, that would no longer even if I had that kind of fetish, it would no longer be hot and I would be like ripping yeah. my shit off. Oh yeah, me too. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, just don't fucking do that. I'm like, that's that is that is a good way to die of heat stroke and get charged with manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, but I can also tell you that the people who are making the tweets that went viral about you know about fursuiters not you know don't take your heads off in public space or you know you're you're a wimp if you show skin i can tell you right now they weren't 
they weren't at Anthrocon. Yeah, that they, is, uh, they make these. Dog, What's that? That was Wonder Dingo or Wonder Dog, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one. Uh, I think another dude. Another dude was uh, way over in Germany. I think. Oh, of course, Germany or Norway. I forget. I, it's somewhere in European Europe. Yeah, some them. some European. But I'm like, you know, you have some gall to just like sit back, relax, and and just tweet this crappy take from the comfort of your home hundreds or even thousands of miles away when you have no idea what the conditions are like at anthrocon for you to make oh, this stupid tweet. Oh, the german is going to lecture us about air conditioning how rich <laughs> yeah exactly stay in your lane please how's that working for you buddy <laughs> how are those uh how are those coal mines working out for you you uh you staying warm for that coal <laughs> I bet you well, are. I mean, so that's the thing is that a lot of people assume that because it's in the convention center and the convention center is going to be like all cool and comfortable. No, please, please, please do not do not for a second think that. No, that convention center, it, uh, I've been going for three years. It is never like really com it is never comfortable, even out of suit at the convention center. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always just slightly warm. It's always going to be just slightly warm, out of oh. suit, and extremely warm in suit. At that convention that, center. Um, how was that hallway of death, or was that at MFF? That's MFF. Oh, that's MFF. You haven't been there, have you? I have, and I have experienced the the uh, infernal hallway of death. Oh, um, they have heaters. Down, they have heaters like. I think along the sides of that that little um, skyway to heat the uh, the the skyway, and it's really great when the outside temperature is twenty four degrees and you're you're trying to keep warm and you're not some fluffy fuzzy animal. But when you're trying to be a fluffy fuzzy animal, oh God, shut it down. <laughs> Hey, Lip Lippy, I'm, I do got to ask you one thing. Is that your smoke detector going off in the background? No, that's that's a that's a necklace that I have on the um on the side of my uh, desk. Actually, sorry. No, I I, I have. No, no, no. It's not my smoke detector. I don't need to change my batteries. Yeah, I thought that was your smoke detector beeping. I was about to. Uh, <laughs> I was about to make a, a very long-winded rant. <laughs> No, no, no! Um, I actually changed I'm my smoke detector batteries. Did you uh, <laughs> did you see that actually? Um, the whole Kentanji uh, Brown memes. With, um, yes, yes, I did see that. I loved uh, it. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Yes, yes, it is. The Clarence Thomas memes. Oh gosh. That would be that is going to be like really interesting to see though if like a lot of people do implement like self uh, implement a whole bunch of like um, I don't want to say discriminatory policies because they're not exactly discriminatory anymore <laughs> but um, like I, I do want to see like how many people like actually go through with that or like are just like you know what I don't care I'm just going to continue to serve like everybody since i care about money yeah i mean that would be my guess 
Yeah, that would be my guess as well. Um, you know, discrimination doesn't really discrimination like, doesn't really um, provide for mean, maximum profit. Walmart's not going to like put up a sign that says like no gays or no blacks allowed. Yeah. Well, like maybe like maybe like a mom and pop shop in Mississippi is like that, but like I I can't really think of anywhere else that would do that. That would like yeah. willingly sacrifice um money uh or like willingly sacrifice profits just because they don't like a certain person. I don't think that's in that's just not a very good business practice. Yeah. Well, but, I mean uh you can also see it in furry conventions, like when the furry conventions started easing up on like the mask and vaccine, especially the vaccine mandates. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, you see a huge swell of of uh, attendance figures, and I'm like, "Gee, who knew? Discriminatory policies meant that uh, your growth is actually much lower than it than it can be when." Do you actually open the door to everyone? Wow. I would, what I a would remarkable like discovery. I would like to see somebody make like some kind of graph or something that shows like attendance um, in years uh, pre, during, and after um, uh, COVID restrictions in certain cons. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just I just want to like compare all of them and see. Uh, how successful the uh, the non-vax cons are versus those that are, and I just I I would love to like see more more like research like scientific like research done into like um, like sociology of the fandom or or something like that which which I guess AI uh, IARP does Jesus Christ, um, but I I don't know if I don't know how biased they are. Um, yeah, I don't know much about them. I can tell you, uh, if, if you believe in first science, first science is very biased and they, their, their methodology is kind of crap. Um, they, they're definitely an example of the Geigo principle. I don't know if you ever heard of the Geigo principle. Uh, I believe you've mentioned it before. Garbage in, garbage out. Right. Yeah. They're very, so they're very selective about their data. And oftentimes, this this creates a a, a type of of bias in the data mm -hmm. that you can't really remove, and causes all kinds of other uh, conclusions to be drawn based on the bias in the data. Because for science, they they do all almost all their research at furry cons. Right. They have they have booths at furry cons, and most people who go and fill out these surveys that they do are overwhelmingly furry with that one as one would expect right yeah yeah absolutely so you often so oftentimes furries will uh cite fur science about oh there's there's my invisible uh, uh smoke detector again going off yeah. anyway um so they're they're a lot of furries will reference fur science for their research and data about the furry fandom. And then also the, the media does the same thing. They go to fur science and, you know, it's all biased. It's all biased because you're just asking uh, furries 
and furries will often give you like a very whitewashed, very sanitized okay. yeah, we'll version a, of what the like furry that. fandom is. Yeah, they'll they'll give you this generic like touchy feely. Oh, it helps me express my identity, or it helps me escape, or blah 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 blah. And it's, yeah, it's very generic answers. Yeah, and I mean, I, to be fair, that's not like to their discredit or anything. I mean, they're at a con; they're there to enjoy their time there. They're not really nobody really gives a shit about the dude asking them questions about the fandom. Yeah. I'm like, so I, I kind of get that. But at the same time, it's just like, I I would like to see more like concrete um, answers to a lot of these questions. More, mm -hmm. uh, more nuanced, I guess. Yeah. Because like, I, I do, I do think there should be more like more specificity. Specific, specific. I can't fucking talk. Specificity. <laughs> Fuck it, we fuck it, we ball. We'll go with that. Um, okay. Well, I would like to see more of that in those questions. Um, more like follow up questions, um, at least. But like, I would, I would like a, a more neutral ground for them um, to just approach, um, approach their questionnaires with. Mm -hmm. Like I, I. I think a lot of it, though, is just the the fact that a lot of furries just kind of operate on like this single um, a single channel of of um, of worldview, and they don't deviate from that because whatever reasons they may give, I don't know. Um, but none of them really are are. I don't want to say they're not deep thinkers. But they're not actively um, paying attention to everything around them. They're not act. They're not actively observant to um, to their uh, oh, fuck. They're not actively observant to their environment. I should say. Yeah. Uh oh crap! I'm at seven percent here. Um, oh damn. Well, this was a very, very enjoyable episode too. Very lighthearted. Yeah, this was a good episode. I mean, we didn't have any really depressing news, so that was good. Um, yeah, we had some laughs in there too. Yeah. Um, fuck Polygon, though. Yeah, fuck their list is ass. <laughs> and uh, I, I will say uh, too. Um, on a side note, fuck Parker too. Um, Iron Man Podcast is no longer associating with uh, Parker or the Polycools, so um, henceforth, sorry, Parker will never be on the podcast again. We are oh. no longer on speaking terms, and uh, yeah, fuck him. Anyway, thank you all for joining us on the Iron Man Podcast. This has been episode 27. Um, I've been your host, Barbecue Skunk, joined me by my good friend, Lifty Husky. Uh -huh. And um, we will see y'all next weekend, maybe weekend after next. I don't know. I usually plan these things for every week, and that so far has not happened. Um, but, yeah, we'll try to do more episodes more frequently. 
um i will try to get more guests on um i would like actually to get um fox musk on here i would, Ooh, love, to get, I would love to get yeah. uh, him and yeah i know he has a lot of uh cool stories to tell awesome but uh thank you all for joining me um stay safe stay free god bless uh thank you, you add, Lippy? yeah Thank you. But, uh, thank you all for joining us. And um, God bless. Good night. Support for the Higher Mental Podcast comes from JB Raccoon with KVXN Vixen Radio, Tex Yodi and Lifty Husky of the Lifty Unleashed Podcast. Anchor and listeners like you. Thank you.